Welcome to Story Comic Presents, where we interview amazing storytellers and artists. This is episode 286. I'm your host, Barney Smith of StoryComic.com, and we're excited to have back with us the acclaimed and celebrated comic creators of Rays, Sam Willis and Trey Prim. Thank you. Thank you. What's going on? Hey, how's it going, Sam? And Trey, welcome for the first time. This is your first time on Story Comic Presents, so it's great to see you. Yes, it's not very often I get a chance to do these, so pretty excited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so last time, you, so when we were talking about Rays last time, it was issue number five when you're on the show talking about it. And now you have issue number six is launching as of this recording imminently, correct? Mm-hmm. We're trying, we're hoping for a July 30th, I think, uh, release date for um for the issue six Kickstarter. So we're okay. real close. Right. Um, so talk to us a little bit about what, um, what people can expect from issue number six for that, uh, for those that have been following your, your series so far. Well, issue six um, follows the same kind of storytelling as five. So we pick up right where we left off in the previous issue. Um, so Last time we were there, um, for those who read, they know that, you know, uh, a certain character had recently gone missing and then they had ventured out to, to locate where he was. So we pick up where issue five left off. So you will find out the status of said character in this issue. You'll get okay. some more lore to the, the universe of Rays. You get some background stories and then uh, it's going to set up something big for the next issue as well. So right. yeah, with people to read it. For those who are now looking at the Kickstarter and say, all right, so this is issue number six. So I know that I can probably expect more issues. Gives them kind of a synopsis of the, the series. Yeah. So I would, I would say um, the synopsis is really, you know, it's, it's funny because it kind of changes each time that we go through these issues. But I think if you're starting at the beginning, it really is a deadly infection has broken out in a, a, Uh, on the outside city of New York. And we kind of pushed together a bunch of ragtag like survivors together and they're trying to figure out what's going on and their means of survival. So it's kind of like issue one takes place in on a bridge and nobody knows what's going on. And they kind of are just forced to figure it out really quickly and to figure out the rules of this universe and what's, actually happen um and certain storylines are going to be pushed as we kind of get further and further in the series um okay but a lot i i I will say like every issue we've been kind of going through you know i I don't know if trey can attest to this but it almost feels like um the overall story is going forward but each individual thing that we're kind of introducing is i think pushing different variables of the story together, you know, um, which I think has been really interesting to write and kind of produce uh, as we go through on each issue. Just to remind people, is this a limited series or this is an ongoing series? This is going to be an ongoing series. Um, we, we have a general 
ending. And I say that very, very literally general because I don't know how long it's going to take to get there. Um, <laughs> but do expect, you know, multiple, multiple issues to come out. Um, so this would be quite, quite the lengthy series. So we've got a lot of story to tell. And, um, you know, ho hopefully people can uh, enjoy the story along the way and see how it progresses and evolves. Right. Okay. Uh, so, so talked a little bit about some of your major characters in the in the comic. Let's see, so major characters. I guess we'll start with the. So we have we have, we have a lot of protagonists. I'd say the main protagonist, um, this character, Bucky, who you guys have probably seen previously. Um, so he he's stuck in this situation. He has his childhood best friend with him, Ian. Uh, he's this rich, very cocky kind of kind of guy who kind of gets him into trouble. So mm -hmm. those who have read issues one and two, they'll know who I'm talking about when I say Ian. Uh, but Bucky's kind of like the glue. He kind of keeps everybody together. You know, he's very, uh, how do I put this? He, he's always trying to do the right thing, um, always trying to make sure, you know, no one gets left behind and that everybody, you know, makes it towards the end. But you'll definitely see with him something pivotal is going to happen towards the end of this issue. And then, as I mentioned before, the next issue was going to set up something absolutely huge for him that's going to set the tone for the rest of the story. Right. Okay. And and so had, is this something along the lines of you know, people think about any of these post-apocalyptic type comics? Does it, does it really rely a lot on like a, a wide array of characters or is it really focusing on a, you know, a, a limited number of protagonists it's definitely going to be a wide array of characters um, okay one one thing we definitely said when we started writing this is a lot of times when you're watching or you're reading these stories is sometimes your favorite character doesn't always get the story that you might have wanted them to mm. but you feel like they deserve so we definitely want to make sure that everybody in the story does get some sort of character arc or some excellent story so you know, while there is a main character and the story will revolve around his decisions and what's happening to him, we're definitely going to shine the light on every character we possibly can. Okay. And so let's talk a little bit about the actual, uh, the Kickstarter. So you had a successful Kickstarter last when you did issues one through five as a collection. Mm -hmm. um, what are some of the things that you're going to be doing with issue uh with this new kickstarter with issue number six as as the reward tiers go um i would so we've been working hard on issue six and uh we brought on a new artist and i think the exciting thing about this kickstarter was you know uh we were really proud of the last one and trying to keep it unified and right. stylistically and like trying to do it a little bit different um and i think this one you're gonna see is as far as the rewards go, we were able to kind of, we were kind of able to dip our toes in a few, a few different artists and doing some really cool covers, um, mm. variant covers wise. I think it's our first time really branching out. And, you know, a lot of the, I know on issue five's Kickstarter, we kind of did, um, a lot of the covers were like in-house, like Trey and uh, my little brother working on it. But this time we got to um, obviously branch out and you know obviously try to bring some 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 uh some fresh eyes into this universe and into this story um which i think people are going to really appreciate um as far as the rewards go 
we got some uh we got some we got some really cool stuff and some some really cool stretch goals that we're trying to push for too um you know i think this kickstarter is going to be very heavily oriented on that um because at the end of the day we want everyone to get a reward you know what i mean whether you're a one dollar backer or whether you're a hundred dollar backer and i think that's a really good way on how we try to i think how we're trying to unify everyone together where they get something at the end of this, um, which I think is going to be really awesome. Is there anything specific and unique to this Kickstarter that you kind of wished you did in your previous Kickstarters? Yes and no, because I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's two different animals, you know, right. We got to do um, on the, on the one through five, that was really, uh, you know, that was our first successful Kickstarter, but it was, you know, it was a big thing of catching people up to our series where I right. feel like we're doing that in this Kickstarter, but I feel like we're really honing in on the issue six part of this and really trying to get people involved. Because I think even, even if you didn't read any of our issues before, you could hop into six and you can know what's going on. You know, right. um, there's a missing child. They're trying to find it. And we kind of go through, through that whole storyline. Um, I, I, I definitely feel like, the issue six Kickstarter, as far as new artwork, and I think just overall new artwork, as far as seeing it on the Kickstarter and seeing it on the reward side, is something that I think we we missed out on the last Kickstarter, which I think we kind of took advantage of this time. Uh, we okay. have a we have a really brilliant artist working with us. His name is uh, Vin. He's awesome. He's incredible. And he's he's really been helping us put together this Kickstarter. And we've been having a blast to do it with him. And that's that's probably the, the best part of this is is, you know, a lot of these things and, and and hopefully I'm not speaking too much on other creators' behalf, but when we do these Kickstarters, you know, there's a there's an element that becomes, you know, it becomes gratuitous, it becomes exhausting. So like breathing life into it and having fun and laughing and and enjoying this process that's been the best part of this kickstarter with him you know right so this kickstarter just has a variant covers um we have two right now no we have two so we have three covers including the classic which our uh our incredible artist ivan lugamer does it um he's been doing the covers for now six issues um and we were able to actually have uh, our our interior artist do a cover, which is super cool. Um, which I think people are going to really enjoy what we're doing with that reward, uh, with not spoiling too much. And then we also have uh, Marco DeFillo, who's worked on Path of the Pale Rider, close friend mm. of ours, and he he knocked it out of the park with the cover. Probably, I mean, we haven't done that many variant covers, but it's it's honestly one of my favorites. Um, that I've seen. So in this Kickstarter, people can have access. You you did say earlier, Sam, that people can pick up issue number six and kind of go from there. But if they wanted to read issues one through five, you do have a catch up tier there as well. We do. We do. So anyone who hasn't read our, our series before, they're going to be able to catch up on that side of things. It's going to be cool because I'm always interested when we do these Kickstarters to see some new fans come along and maybe not know who we are, but be able to get, you know, that collection of issues one through six and, you know, really, really form an opinion and see if they like it and uh, see if they want to follow us as we go through this journey of Kickstarter. Right. 
So, so Trey, say for instance, somebody's looking at the Kickstarter and they would say, you know, zombies aren't really for me. Uh, could should they still read the the comic? I think they still should. Yeah, because zom- zombie, you know, it may not be necessarily for everyone, but I think the story just has so much more okay. than just zombies. And I'm sure a lot of creators do say that, but you know, there's there's not just this one style that we're going for i mean there's a lot of interesting character moments uh between each other so if you like you know a, a funny comic if you like to laugh these characters are pretty wild they do some pretty out of, out of pocket stuff so it's definitely worth a read if you like some funny stuff you know there's the artwork's pretty good as sam was saying before so there's more than just you know one aspect to the comic um so even if zombies is not necessarily for you i think this is also a very different type of zombie story to where it's not going to be your very traditional or stereotypical you know slow brain-eating kind of uh creatures right Right. so talk to us because you you both are the co-creators of this Mm -hmm. um just to refresh us how did the two of you get together and come up with the story of ray's um, that's <laughs> so we actually met in middle school and and I was very afraid of Trey because I was <laughs> I was not like I was I, I, it's middle school so you're not like you're not grown up yet but like this man was like a giant like he 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 was he was he was terrifying like I thought he was gonna beat me up and then he was like the nicest dude I've ever met and we kind of just hit it off just being and great. then I beat him up. Yeah, and then he beat me. <laughs> um, but no, it, it's funny because we're huge gamers. We've always been huge gamers, and we and we love stories. Like we'll watch movies, TV shows, video games, whatever avenue we can find a good story. We always, you know, we always try to find it. And this 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 whole comic started from like a what if question, and it kind of just it definitely spiraled out of control. Cause we're now, you know, 12, 13 years later where we have issues and issues plan. And we've, we've planned for this for, I want to say over a decade now. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of that thing of, we have a really cool idea. We're both passionate and we're just kind of seeing where it takes us. Okay. All right. And and so how much of this, that, 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 that when the two of you work together, how much of, Talk about the creative process. Uh, there's some in charge of the plot, others in charge of character. How do the two you, how do the two of you work together on creating the uh, the script for Rays? So we we've had a pretty rough version of this prior when we first started writing it way back when. So when we okay. recently started writing it, um, I mean we'll kind of go through, I'd say an arc. So let's say, all right, how's this whole arc going to play out? And then we'll break it down smaller. All right, now let's narrow it down to an issue. You know, what are the major things that we can show here? Um, once we have the right plot set up, okay, let's talk characters. Who's going to, who does this story work for the best for this issue? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we'll run it through cycles and cycles, you know, make sure that, you know, the, the dialogue works, that, you know, it's, it's enough story for one issue, but also we can set up the next issue. And we'll just kind of go through edits over and over and over. Sometimes even after we've written it and we're kind of okay with it, we'll revisit it three weeks later and say, all right, we got to look over this again to make sure mm-hmm. that this is, this is pristine. So 
um, it's not necessarily one person does one thing. Um, I'd say it's really, you know, all hands are everywhere to make sure we get the best product. So what about like the editing process? Do you to edit each other or how do you know when that the script and the dialogue is it's good to go before you start drawing it out? <laughs> well, it's it's really like and I'm going to say this blatantly honest. Uh it will we'll come home and like and we won't say this but it it sometimes feels like this where we're like we'll look at something and we'll just be like that sucks. Like, let's, let's, <laughs> let, let's go back. Let's fix this. Like it's, it's, it's this thing I think that we've got really good at. And I think it's because of all the edits we've done and all the, all the, the process of like going through five, six issues and finding right. our groove where there's certain things that feel off, you know, like we're trying right. to tell a story in three acts and like Trey was saying, you know, you're trying to build up a future issue. You're trying to show action. You're trying to finish an arc. You're trying to show certain characters have this like limelight. And I guess it's kind of like the good thing that we chose so many characters because you can kind of see when someone's like stepping out when they shouldn't. Um, okay. And you're just like, okay, that, that feels weird. Like, would they actually do that? Like, is that actually necessary right here? And I think that's kind of like, being brutally honest about your work and about what you're reading, I think is, is the best way you can go about it because I, I think like you just know if it doesn't feel like it fits, you know, it's like almost putting like the wrong puzzle piece in and you're just like, okay, this clearly doesn't go here. Let's try and figure out where it should go or maybe where another character should go. And I think that's kind of how we've developed this process. Okay. All right. Um, is there any specific characters that like either of you prefer to write for and, and you, and you're both kind of territorial of certain characters? Uh, let's see. I'd say prefer to write for, um, I did drop the name earlier, the character Ian, just cause he's such a, a crazy character and he does some really unorthodox things. So when we ever rewrite for him, it's really there's no limitation as to what we can really do. You know, you have you have your more reserved characters who you say, okay, we need need to be a certain kind of mood for this character or a certain tone, or would they do that or say that? This character really, whatever comes to our mind, we can really just say, yeah, no, that's not out of character for him to do that or say mm. that. So, um, mm. you know, it's really just a little bit more more freedom with that character, I would say. Okay. What about you, Sam? Uh, yeah, no, I'd agree. I mean, the out-of-pocket characters are just so so fun. <laughs> just, just because, like, there's certain characters where there's, like, a moral compass, and there's this thing where they have to be grounded, and they have to bring you back to the serious side of storytelling, which we've caught ourselves a few times where we go a little bit too far with some of these characters, and it's really balancing, like, the comedy side and the serious side and having the zombie apocalypse side. So I think like, you know, the, the funnest thing, which people will never see is, is, is the things we write and then we delete, you know? And it's, it's the things that make me try cry of laughter on the couch. or like, we can't do this because this is, <laughs> this is too, this is too much. Like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna push the story forward. 
So we kind of just have to like scrap it, but it's like that process of like laughing and having a good time with those characters. You know, it's like you're hanging out with your buddy on the couch. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. And I think that's the funnest part. You know, I think finding that line too of okay, we can we we can do this, and we're gonna get right to the edge, and that's where they're gonna stay. Oh, you know. Speaking speaking of, there is one more character we do I do love to write for. And you're going to see him in this issue, uh, this other character, Ray. And he's been in there a little bit. But he's sort of like Ian to where he'll say things. But you ever been in a situation where you wanted to say something and you can't say it because you're gonna, you're really going to you know, upset somebody? This is the guy who has that no filter. So anything we've ever wanted to say, he'll say it. <clears throat> so you'll, okay. you'll see him in this issue. You're going to have him and Ian both kind of spearheading this issue, so it's going to be very interesting. How would you compare your writing for issue number six from issue number one? Issue one was the experiment of like trying to really figure out um, how how we were going to do these three acts. Because I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's sometimes difficult. You know, we got 24 pages and the pacing has to be, has to be on point on, on what story you're trying to tell. And I think in the first issue, we really didn't understand that, to be quite honest. Um, you know, we were kind of throwing all the characters together, but we didn't give you a reason why. We just kind of threw them at you. And I think really what issue six to me is, it's kind of a, it's kind of like a, the accumulation of everything we've done thus far. Because there's some really cool, I think, with not spoiling too much, there's, there's kind of some throwbacks you know, to where we've, where we started to where we are now. And I think the way we kind of bring the ideas of what this series has been so far is really cool. You know, it's, it's, it's almost, it's almost nostalgic in a way. Um, and I think a lot of people who have started from issue one are really going to appreciate what we've tried to bring full circle from issues one to six. Okay. You know? All right. So right. I don't know if uh, if you have anything to add on that, Trey. Um, that I'd say also what's great about this, or at least being on number six, is kind of what you were saying a little bit is you have things to reference to. And I think there's a difference between introducing something and being able to reference it because mm. you can get more into the nitty gritty because, hey, we've already done this part. I don't have to kind of get you up to speed. You kind of know how things work. You know, right. so I can, I can put a... A zombie in there, and people already know how dangerous they are because I've already established it. And and what about also like the artwork, for instance, as well? So you 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 got a new artist on here. How do you compare the artwork from issue number six to issue number one? And two? Oh my god, it's it's like <laughs> it's it's very different. I can mm -hmm. tell you that right now. Um, I think when we were going through this, and and you know, again, you know, not really knowing, I think the steps and and you know you you have an idea and you get excited and you want to do it and i think what people might see and what we tried to introduce in issue five is we kind of change from western over to you know little hints and little notions of of the manga style that you might see uh in a japanese comic and i think what we're trying to do is really bridge the two together um mm. between western and manga and I think when you see issue six, you're really going to get that. You're really going to get that sensibility of, okay, 
they're, they're very influenced by manga and a lot of the movement and the, a lot of how we do things, I think, panel-wise, dialogue-wise, reaction-wise from these characters, you're going to get that manga influence. And I think it's something a lot of people are going to dig. When will issue seven come out? Now, they already you know, did issue six. So how often do you see these coming out? So this this is our first issue with our new artist. So I wouldn't say we have a, a, a definite timeline just yet. He's been breezing through these, by the way. He's he's mm-hmm. absolutely been killing it. Uh, mm-hmm. So hats hats off to him. So um, I think we'll certainly get to seven this year. Um, I think with the Kickstarter, just because we'll have a segment where we're just kind of focused on funding. Um, but generally to get an issue done, it really doesn't take them that long. What would you say? It takes them like what? Yeah. I mean, we, um, we, we, I, I mean, no, I wouldn't say it was a month. I mean, we, it's July. Um, I mean, I want to say like we were on production with him on issue six, maybe April or May. So it's been, it's only been a few months, but he's also been doing Kickstarter stuff with us. You know what I mean? It hasn't been like he's a hundred percent on on just doing production for our issues. He's he's kind of he's kind of had to move off in different directions where he wasn't a hundred percent just doing our issue. You know, I think as far as like production wise, we're we're at like a two to three month production time. You know, nice. and okay. and and that's that is something we've tried to get to for for years. You know, so. I think moving forward with this artist and building traction and, you know, we're actively doing a lot of PR work and marketing wise with our comic. I think, you know, now this, the sky is the limit, you know, we just got to bring in that audience. And I think, you know, they're going to get a really cool story and they're going to get it in, I think, convenient timing now, which is what we wanted to push for. So if people want to learn more about, raise where's the best place they could go to um a few places so we're on a a lot of social medias right now we're on uh so you can you can follow me at comics underscore raise on twitter you can also follow us our our official twitter for our comic is raise comics um we're also on instagram as raise comics um we're also on facebook and tiktok under the same name um, and we're also on global comics. I think that's probably the most convenient, you know, it's a digital, uh, website where you can go and just read our comics. I think we have the first couple issues for free. So if you want to come in and dive into, to these, uh, issues, you know, you have a good opportunity before this Kickstarter comes out or wait for the Kickstarter where we have all these really cool rewards coming out. You know? Okay. Perfect. Awesome. And, and yes, yeah, so for our audio listeners, it's raise as an R a Z E not as in some, somebody named Ray. So it's <laughs> <thing>. so <laughs> yes, it's, it's raise as in craze, not raise as in raise pizza. So, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, listen, I'm really excited to uh, see issue number six launch. And so in order to make this as well a, an, an evergreen podcast, if someone's listening to this in a year from now, if they want to purchase issue number six and they've missed the Kickstarter, mm-hmm. where could they go to? 
So we are heavily working on getting a website up and running after this Kickstarter kind of, uh, you know, once we get all the care packages sent out and whatnot and really focusing our energy on having one platform where you can come and, you know, get some of these physical issues and, you know, get introduced to our universe and, you know, get informed, um, you know, and that's something we're really excited about as well. So, you know, we got some really cool stuff coming towards the end of 2023. Perfect. All right. Well, hey, Sam and Trey, this has been great. Um, it's great talking to you, Trey, and it's great talking to you again, Sam. And of course, yes, you're gonna have to come well. back on again to you know talk about uh, issue number seven and eight and so on. Yes, so. seven's gonna be uh, oh, just yeah. seven. Definitely don't want to miss that. One. <laughs> yeah, awesome. All right, well, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you for thank having you. us. drinking tea and all of a sudden it went down the road <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's uh it's that yogi like uh sleepy time tea so it makes, so it makes me not mellow yeah right <laughs> yeah. 18 <clears throat> all right